Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now in Masachet Yom Tov or Masachet Beitzah. Daf Lamed Aleph Amud Aleph at the bottom of the Amud. Next Mishnah Mishnah Gimel of the fourth parak, continuing with issues of gathering and using wood for a fire on Yom Tov. You're not allowed to chop wood from beams that are existent as beams or beams that broke on Yom Tov. No lot. You can't chop the wood with a, an axe or a saw or even with a scythe. You have to use a cleaver. In other words, something unusual. Okay, the Gemara says, The opening line said you can't chop it at all. Here's how it should read. You can't cut from a pile of beams, like uh, waiting for use for construction, but if it broke before Yom Tov, you can chop it. When you chop that wood, can't use any of those tools that are usually used for chopping or sawing. Rather with a cleaver. So the, those that are stored up for construction use, or those that are uh, built and then broke on Yom Tov, were not muhan. Okay, First version of Rav, the uh, axe cannot be used on its normal size. It was a chutzelo, on the flat side of it, mutar, you're allowed to use it. Shita b'kofitznan. After all, it said you could use a cleaver. So, maybe it means only a cleaver. Of a cardom vikofitz, maybe the cleaver side of the cardom, which is a double-edged tool, ema migo the haigis asur haigis anaviyaser. Since one side is asur, the other side is asur. So kamash malan rav that you could use the flat side. That's verse version. Ikaramani la seifa. Some people learned it as a comment on the seifa. Ella bikofitz. Amarav chinam arshlemim shmei derav loshanu ella bezachutchelo. Even the cleaver you could only use the flat side. Now kvutchelo asur. That should be obvious because we said you can't use a cardom. I might think that's only if it's an axe alone. But an axe with a cleaver on the other side, use the opposite reasoning. Since this side is mutar, the other side is mutar also. That you can only use the kofits. Okay. Let's say you have a house or a shed that's got fruit in it, and then uh, there's a hole now uh, appears in the side of the house. You can reach into that hole and take fruit out. You could even make a hole to get fruit out. So, how could Rameir allow you to do that? After all, you're deconstructing. It means the space between the bricks. If you have bricks that are left over from building, you're allowed to carry them on Shabbat, they're not because you can sit on them. But if you make them into a pile, then they're certainly muktzah, they're certainly set aside for construction. So how can you then move these bricks aside that are in the building itself to reach in and get the fruit out? He says, that's only on Yom Tov. Rameir himself, who allowed you to do that only on Yom Tov and not Shabbat.
Shmuel is referring to cellar doors that they had evidently in Bavel, um, that um, that you're allowed to untie them to go in to get fruit, but you're not allowed to cut the ties that are there. And now bekelim matir, but if they're on kelim, you're allowed to undo them. Umafkiya bechotech, then you're allowed to cut them. Echad shabbat echad yom tov. And there we don't distinguish between shabbat and yom tov, unlike Rebbeir with the bricks. Meitvei chotamot shabekarka b'shabbat matir v'lo mafkiya v'lo chotech. Here, Brighta says that you're allowed to untie the the uh, opening to these cellars. On Shabbat, but you're not allowed to cut the rope. Yom Tov, Matir Mafkir On Yom Tov, you're allowed to cut them also. So, Haman, your mayor, he, that's your mayor. That's your mayor who said you're allowed to do that with the bricks on the, um, on the building to get the fruit out. And only on Yom Tov. And Shabbat says, well, I'm, my position is like that of the Rabbanan. Who will limit the hetter and equate Shabbat and Yom Tov? But since when do the Rabbanan disagree with Rameir about sellers? Actually, they disagree with him about the bricks in the house, but they do agree with him uh, in the application to the sellers. And they distinguish between Shabbat and Yom Tov in that regard. The answer is Huda Marki Aitana. Shmuel was following this version. Etanya Chotamot Shvekarka Matir V'Lo Mafkir V'Lo Chotech Echad Shabbat V'Echad Yom Tov. Whether Shabbat or Yom Tov, you're only allowed to untie them. It should be Kli B'Shabbat Matir V'Lo Mafkir V'Lo Chotech B'Yom Tov Matir Mafkir V'Lo Chotech. With a Kli, Yom Tov is more lenient. Teratz uh, Tlachar Reisha El Asefakashi. You've only solved the Reisha about the Chotamot Shvekarka, but not about the Kelim. So Hamani Reb Nechemia he Damar Kola Kelim and you tell me Ella Derech Tashmishan Reb Nechemia famously in Shabbat said you're only allowed to carry a kli for its original stated purpose. Reb Nechemia my year is Shabbat I feel Yom Tov Nami then why distinguish between Shabbat and Yom Tov? Chitaim Ashan Reb Nechemia Shvut Shabbat Shvut Yom Tov you think Reb Nechemia distinguishes between Muktzah and Shabbat and Yom Tov Umishan Yalei but he doesn't Vatani Chada Mesikim Mekelim Ben Mesikim Meshivrei Kelim. We have one brighter that says you're allowed to use kelim to throw them into a fire and use them as fuel on Yom Tov, but not shivrei kelim, things that broke. We have another brighter that says you can use both. And a third brighter says you can use neither, and this, of course, is only on Yom Tov. That's Rabbi Yehuda who holds muktza, therefore you can only use kelim but not shivrei kelim. Ha-Rebbe Shimon, who doesn't accept Muktzah, and therefore Shivrei Kelim, even though it broke on Yom Tov, you can use it. And Ha-Rebbe Nechemia. And Rebbe Nechemia, who says you can't even use Kelim uh, that are whole, you can't use them for uh, Sreifa, and of course this is only on Yom Tov, and so you see Rebbe Nechemia sticks to his position even on Yom Tov. The answer is, There's two versions of Rebbe Nechemia's position. Okay, the next Mishnah, You're not allowed to Open up a nair, a nair is the lamp, the, the, the lamp holder, because you're making a kli. You're not allowed to make coals on Yom Tov. You're not allowed to cut a wick. You're allowed to cut it with fire, not with, with a knife, but with fire. So, who, how, who is it who says that cutting open a nair is making a kli? I'm of Yosef Reb Meir. When when is a kli cheres finished? And so it's makabel tuma. When it's done, divrei rab meir. 
The minute that you fire it up in the kiln. Maybe Rameir says the minute that you have finished making it, even though you didn't fire it, it's already Makabotuma because you could put something in it. But here, when you cut off the and open it up, what's it fit for? To put uh, coins in. It's not Rameir, it's these are particular kind of um, um, water heaters. Um, they're tahor ba'olamet, but if a zav carries them, they're tamei. Rabbi Lozor v'tzadok omer, afterot masah zav, v'shalot nigmaram melachtam. They're not done until they're opened up. Maybe they have to be able to put something in there. So they put coins in again. He allows you to use those. My choraniot. What are these ilfasin choraniot that we saw mentioned? My iraniot. What's that? It's ichaklayata. That's ichaklayata. Means the vessels that are made by people who live in small villages. And they're not makpid on having very nice things. Ain't no sin pachamin, you're not allowed to make calls. Pshita lemai chazi, what do they fit for? Tari rabbi chia, lo nitzocha ela lemosran, lul yarin lebobayom. Question, the only problem here is whether you can hand them over to uh, people who are going to be using the calls on that day. Uvobayom mishari, since when is it mutak ramarav ala hazia, vekodem gzeira. In other words, you'd be handing them over to bathhouse attendants to put them in the bathhouse. Um, in order for people to go in. Now, since when are you allowed to go into a bathhouse on Yom Tov? The answer is, before they made the Gzerat Zeah, which we read about in the third parak of Shabbat, you're not allowed to go in even just to sweat, like in a sweat house. Uh, before that Gzerah, so you were allowed to take these, uh, to use these coals, and therefore I would have thought that it would be permissible. That's why he says you're not allowed to make Chamin even for that particular purpose. Otherwise, it would obviously be Asur because you're making them for a later day. Parenthetically, we talk about the uh, the issue of chitataner. The issue is, are you really making the ner into a kli before you fired it up? And that's where the discussion that we had leads us to. Um, we saw that in the Mishnah we used the word You're not allowed to cut the wick. So my you're not allowed to use a knife. We said. To come attack in mana because you're fixing something, but we're not. You come attack in mana, so why does Rabbi Yehuda allow you to do it with the fire? You're also making a neirot. It means that you cut it with the light that's coming from the, from two candles. Not the You're allowed to be mochtin. We'll see what that means. My It means that you are. Um, to get rid of the of the ash that's at the end of the wick, uh, and that's what mochtin, that's what you're allowed to do with the ptila. Tanivar kapra shishad very number of ptila. There's six things they say about ptila on yom tov shloshalach wick on yom tov shloshalach mir shloshalach kill. What's lachmir? Ain't godlino tabel chatchil b'yom tov. You can't braid a wick on yom tov. 
You can't inflame it. You can't cut it, as we saw. What are you, what's the leniency? You can put out the fire with your hand. You could soak it in oil. You could uh, cut it with the light with two nerot. What that means, as we saw it above, was you, ta- you put it in front of two nerot together, and, and that effectively cuts it, but it looks like you're really lighting it. The wealthy people of Avel are going to gain them. They asked, uh, they want to do business with him. And he wouldn't, and nobody would do business with him. They wouldn't give him food. He says, these guys must be Erev Rav. Meaning, People who are compassionate, we know they're from Avram Avinu's seed. Somebody who's not compassionate, we know that they're not from Avraham's seed. So these guys can't really be Jews. Means this is somebody who's always anticipating the opportunity to eat at somebody else's table is somebody who has really darkness in front of their life. He doesn't have his own life. Um, he doesn't really have much of a life. There's people whose lives are just not life. So anticipates being invited to somebody else's house. A man whose wife rules over him. Somebody who's afflicted by pain such that they really take over his body. Some people say, somebody who only has one garment, but Tanakama, He said, no, nah, that could be, that's a guy who in the meantime is having his other clothes cleaned, uh, or taken care of, and so therefore, that doesn't prove anything about, um, uh, about, his, about his life. Um, um, so how do we see that this person has only one garment, is that... Uh, is that he's got one garment that's dirty and it's got lice and they're afflicting him and he's scratching from them? If the answer, well, it's not necessarily the case. Uh, it could be that he's going to he can he could possibly clean it out. So it's not true that chayav enam chayim. We'll pick it up with the next mishnah, the next podcast. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.